All right, we are back. Episode 38, and we have a special guest. His name is Jesse. You might know him as the DSM legend himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Already? It's uh-huh. already starting. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here we're going. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the only DSM legend left, because most of these cars have either rotted away or have been crashed. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, or broken in transmission and they can't find parts. Yeah. So let's let's get right into it. Why do you stay with the DSM? I know it was your what was your first car? No, no, far from my first car, okay. but uh, I'm broke and I'm too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, okay. You said you're I'm broke. too far gone to go into anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's broke, so more broke. <laughs> he he's he was broke, so he's like, you know, what? I'm gonna double down. I'm yeah, gonna right. take that bank loan. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be broke and break everything. So, yeah, no, I don't know. I just, um, just always. I bought this car in 2000, and I just always. I don't know, dude. I got a loyalty problem, I guess. I mean, that's not a bad thing. You've definitely uh, stuck with it and developed that car much more than most. Yeah, most people uh, get tired of it, but I guess I've seen it. Like this August, obviously, it'll be like 24 years of owning it. So um, wow. I can't really. That's almost older. I can't than me. really turn back now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, no, it's I don't know, dude. I just love the car. I yeah. like you always hear these stories. Of people like, oh, I got to this point where I thought I was going to sell. Never once thought about selling it. Like I've thought about like, man, if I sold that thing, I would see it leave on a trailer and I would chase the guy down to give him his money back. Like, Damn. I can't get out of it. You're committed. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, you're yeah. That's that takes that takes something that I don't think I have yet. I don't think I found the right car yet to be like I want to keep this forever. Right. I, I, I mean, when I bought that car, right, it was like at the height of import insanity. Right. And, you know, I had was, I had was that had before a, Fast and uh, Furious. Or yeah, right before was that right before, before I bought it? Yeah, okay, I bought yeah. the like the year before, and then I actually crashed it like three weeks before Fast and the Furious came out. So like. <laughs> It's probably better that I didn't have it when we went to go see it in the theater. Right. I probably would have been a total fucking moron. Right. <laughs> but I had had a, an 88 Conquest or a Starion, actually, at that point. It was an 88 Starion, mm-hmm. and then that broke. And I had, out of my group of friends, I had like the first turbo car, the Starion. And then my buddy at the time had bought, after I bought the Starion, he bought an MR2 Turbo. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of just started going like this turbo import car thing and i was like man i like i like i said i have a loyalty issue i was like i want to stay mitsubishi i really you know i have a thing for it i big fan of wrc so i was like oh fucking rallies the shit <laughs> um and evos were in here yet and um and uh I, I found the car and we used to have this uh back when we had newspapers there was this thing called one ad press and it was like this three inch thick like newspaper of just used cars Oh, I miss those days, dude. You go into like a pizza shop and you <laughs> right, get those. Right. Dude, I can remember as a kid just picking those up and finding shit for like, you know, three, four thousand bucks. Right. Just insane. Right. Yeah. Eddie might so, be only like 29, but I swear to God, he's 40. 100%. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, that, I mean, that's how Auto Trader. Right. Got in the business. That's what right. they were known for was these car ads <laughs> in his books. That's it. Yeah. And I was just skimming through there one day and had actually found a 3000 GT VR4 that you crashed. You avoided I, what, what, a what headache. I said, you avoided a headache with that one. Dude. Has, <laughs> yes. <laughs> all that. All that. So I was like, I went to go look at it. It was bashed up. And the guy who I went with was like, oh, it's going to be like way too much money to fix this thing. I was like, all right, whatever. And so like, um, Man, I remember it like like it was yesterday. I was working at a Midas, and we were eating lunch, and I was looking through this one ad press, and I find this repairables ad from this place in Jersey, and I was like, "Oh fuck, ninety eight Eclipse GSX, fifteen thousand miles, ninety five hundred bucks." Like, let me go take a look at it. Yeah, and uh, just to go look at it turned out to be this harrowing experience. And the buddy who was with me, we we're like getting diverted off the highway and shit, and he's like, "Dude, they're going to be closed by the time we get there." And I was like, "Well." Let's just try. And if we get there and they're closed, then, you know, whatever, we'll move on. We got there and they were open. And I walk, I remember, dude, I remember this like fucking vividly. I walk around the corner and it was like just parked there in this fucking salvage yard. And I was like, that's my fucking car right there. Yeah. And it needed a couple things. The clutch was gone. Shocker. 
15,000 miles? Jesus. Right, so it was a theft recovery. <laughs> Somebody must have stole it, either an insurance job or who fucking knows, but uh, uh, it had, like, the cat back. It must have, it must have had a cat back on it because the exhaust was missing. Mm-hmm. They had stolen the interior out of it, busted the rear window, needed the clutch. So I did all wow. this stuff. I did all. I jumped through all the hoops in New York State, makes you jump through to get get the car titled and then uh, i crashed <laughs> <laughs> and ended right up right back at that same salvage yard. <laughs> right, ended right back on the back of a flatbed not the, not right. the first or the last time oh man that's insane dude that's yeah, it so was, uh, it's been a road so so i just want to interject here because like oh, when you were talking about 3000 gts i just okay so years ago this, this was when they were still you could still find them this was, must have been 10 11 12 years ago they were still hard to find, but you could find them. And my friend was like, I want to get a 3000 GT. I'm like, are you sure you want one of these things? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so back when there was something called Craigslist, wow, we, we went know on about Craigslist that. <laughs> and we found a couple 3000 GTs in some sketchy parts of Massachusetts and Rhode Island. And so we found one and this guy, this old guy was trying to sell it. It was an NA, you know, V6. Yeah, not not good. Front wheel drive. And, and I remember this vividly because I was cra- I was trying so hard not to laugh. We show up and the guy's like, listen, it's rear wheel drive. And that was the first. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and I'm thinking now the Volkswagen thing. Now that I'm thinking about this story. But uh, he's like, and then and then we're like, okay, can we take it for a test drive? He's like, no. And oh, he's, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like. If you beat on it, it'll last you a week. If you baby, it'll last you a lifetime. That's what he said, and I'll never Check forget out. those lines. I mean, I'm probably not wrong, dude. dude we, there was like, if you don't drive it, it'll be great. <laughs> so, so we're like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This guy wanted like four thousand bucks for this thing, and like you could see the drips of like overspray, like oh. on, like behind the fenders. That mm-hmm. looked like like someone like drove it through snow and there was like a little bits of snow, but it was actually just overspray of the paint. Oh. But uh, yeah, three thousand GTs, man. I, I don't know. Those were those were unreliable, brand new. Right. And then there were these huge cars, and then you would like buddies that had them, and I had another friend that had like the Stealth RT, which is just the same thing. Same thing. Right. Yeah. And like they had these these giant cars, and you would sit inside them, and it felt like you were just like packed into this. It was this the inside of the car was so. Tiny. Yeah. Oh, it's a joke. Like, where the where's the rest of this car coming from? Like it's it's like driving a subway car out of off like a milk crate. It was insane. Yeah. That you know those the the three hundred ZX both. Yeah, yeah, that was just <laughs> and any you know three hundred ZX that and you know the Mark Five people obviously the Mark Five became a cult hero because of Fast and the Furious, but that was a heavy fucking car. The MK four. Yeah. Five, four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. said Mark Four. Five. I was like, hold sorry, on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Four. My apologies. Four. Um, I'm so used guy? to. Where do you find these people? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Mark Five isn't much fucking smaller either, but. No, no, it's uh, not. Mark Four. Yeah, those were heavy fucking cars, too. Yeah, dude. Um, and like, so in the same group of friends, I had a buddy, still one of my best friends. He was like really big into the MK3 Supras. Mm-hmm. And he had like a slew of those. Like he had a brown one when he first started driving NA fucking behemoth, and then he got a turbo one, and that was like we had this. I mean, you got to imagine in like 2001, we had him with his super turbo, my buddy with his MR2 turbo, me with my car. Uh, we had another buddy that had a single cam Civic that was turboed. Another buddy <laughs> had a, a 1990 Honda Accord turbo with the H22 in it. Then I mean, pretty sure might have done like the first SR20 swap on the east coast at that time because mm-hmm. a buddy of mine had a 240 we put a, an sr20 in it it's 2001 so i don't know how we were like using sport compact car magazine because they did that swap and they were right. like here's what you got to do to do it so we we're literally using sport compact car magazine to like figure out the wiring of this fucking thing holy <laughs> shit man yeah dude, what, we, what, we had, yeah it's crazy you and i were talking about this like back in the day remember libraries like for the internet we're we're making a joke like if you didn't know how to do something either you had to know somebody who knew how to do it or you need to go to a library dude even i'll even fucking fuck it up even more my buddy with his supra this was before we had wideband uh you know wideband o2 sensors and all that shit we actually would go into the harness and plug up like a, a multimeter 
just to read the voltage from the oxygen sensor while we were doing pulls to try and tune like our super <laughs> AFC on the fucking back. It was fucking hackery. But like, what else could you do? You had right. you had no other option. Was so, it a uh, was it a seven M or a one J? Seven M. Oh man, dude, those engines were fucking pain in the ass to work on. I mean, not worse than a three hundred ZX. Yeah, like, you're right. You're right. That is true. <laughs> right. The dude, the dude that had the MR2 turbo, his brother had a 300ZX twin turbo. And I remember opening the hood on that thing, and all you see was engine. And it was before right. the days of fucking plastic covers on everything and all that right. shit. You literally just saw, and you couldn't even see the turbos. They were packed up underneath the cylinder heads. You couldn't even see shit. Like you couldn't put a piece of paper anywhere without hitting something. <laughs> it was wild. It's like this yeah. thing is a fucking nightmare. And then I went mm-hmm. and bought a DSM. And well, fuck myself over. <laughs> you know, so okay, DSMs. I know we had this conversation while we were drunk track walking, but <laughs> for the younger audiences who have no fucking clue what DSM other than it could be like, you know, some sort of acronym for a fucking mm-hmm. STD. Um, <laughs> what are DSMs? Like, explain like the whole, you know, Dodge, Mitsubishi sort of thing in Plymouth. Right. So it actually started in the late 70s where Chrysler and Mitsubishi kind of had this like join up and allowed Mitsubishi to kind of get a foothold to start bringing their cars stateside. And they did a couple things like forget all the like all the cars they were doing it with. But like one point, like I think it was the Charger or the Challenge. One of one of the earliest cars that they had was like this Econo box that was based off like they had like the Challenger name or the Charger name. I forgot. I forgot the whole. I'm, I'm too old for that shit. I think it was the but Colt. The Colt, and then they had the Lancer, and then they had yeah. a bunch of other shit that came over here. Um, but the 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 actual DSM that everybody knows, yeah, is this joint operation between Chrysler and Mitsubishi that produced these these cars, these three cars, uh, in I believe it was Ohio, normal normal Ohio, normal. I forgot where the hell it is. I've been doing this so long, I forget all this shit. <laughs> I got dad brain hard. Yeah, you see, keep drinking; um, it will all come back. Yeah, yeah. Let me. I got. Yeah, I, I to text my wife to bring me some more bourbon. Right. Um, <laughs> So, right, in, in in the late 80s, Mitsubishi was doing a bunch of stuff. They had the Gallant VR4, and that was like their rally car, and then they started worrying about the Evo and all that stuff. But stateside, they had the Mitsubishi Eclipse, Eagle Talon, Plymouth Laser. And that was all, the Plymouth Laser died, I think, after the first run, I think, 91. Or no, they had the Laser in, in 92 without the pop-ups. So that's what everybody wanted. Everybody wanted the laser front end. Right. So essentially, are all three of those the exact same thing other than body? Except for some minor body modifications. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I think the Plymouth had like a little bit more luxury parts in it, but it wasn't like... The taillights were really different and they didn't have the... um, the the little spoiler on the back. Mm -hmm. So it was was a much more plain looking car. It was was the sleeper of the three, really. Um, Because it kind of didn't have, like, it didn't have those turbo fan wheels that, like, the Eclipse had, and it didn't have the crazy wing that they all had and all this other shit. Um, But before that, they had the Chrysler Conquest and the Mitsubishi Starion. But that was a weird thing, because I had a Starion, and then later on I had a Conquest. And on the Conquest firewall, it actually had a little plate that said, you know, produced by Mitsubishi in Japan for the Chrysler Corporation. And then those were all shipped over here. Love those cars. The motors were complete junk, and they were based off um, even the steering. It was it was all based off like a Montero, essentially. It oh, had, wonderful! Uh, right, it didn't have a rack and pinion. It had a steering box with a drag link. The motor could have been great. A two point six liter four cylinder with a turbo could have been really good, but the cylinder head was just a fucking nightmare. Right. And the fuel injection system was a fucking nightmare, especially for someone like me at the time who was eighteen, just learning how to become a mechanic. It was <laughs> the wrong car. Right, right. Um, so that and then, yeah, DSMs kind of just um, went till 97. And like, if you ask like real diehard Mitsubishi DSM guys, my car actually isn't a DSM because by 98, the Talon and that had been killed off. So like mm-hmm. my, my plate, the earlier cars would have a plate that said DSM on it, but my car actually has the Mitsubishi plate on the firewall. Oh. Um, so like sticklers would be like, that's not really a DSM. It's, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Keep your fucking semantics to yourself. Like, right. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's, they have a bad name, but they're really, they're really fun cars. Yeah. So I'm just on 
Wikipedia of all places, and it was Illinois, I believe, is where they made Illinois, it. Illinois, normal Illinois. Illinois, they did it until 2015. What the fuck? Called? Oh, the Gallant. Were, the Gallant. They had, like, they had the Gallant. They had the what Endeavor. The fuck? What? What? What Chrysler was the Gallant? I don't know. Just it. I think it just produced the cars. And oh, it was just called DSM. Oh, 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 I don't yeah, think yeah, there was. I don't think there was anything actually being made. Oh no, no, no! It was the Dodge Stratus. The Stratus, yeah, Chrysler. Like the Stratus. Yeah, the Stratus and the the Galant, the Galant, the Avenger, the Chrysler Sebring, and the Dodge Stratus. Those were all the same. That, those you, were the last cars. Yeah. If you get into a, an old like an Avenger and you mm-hmm. open like it's got my doors. It's got two G DSM <laughs> doors. It's got the two G DSM like top half of the dash. But yeah, and I think it had like I think it shared suspension parts. Some guys, some fucking lunatics out there have actually taken like a DSM drivetrain that. 4G63 and all-wheel drive, and put it into an Avenger or a Stratus, which was Jesus. fucking That's banana. outrageous. Yeah. All right, yeah. so we're going to we're gonna transition here. So you had the Mitsubishi for a while at this point. Mm-hmm. What made you finally decide, hey, you know what? I'm done with this whole street crap, you know, underglow, all that garbage. <laughs> nitrous. Yeah. yeah, nitrous bottles <laughs> that, that just hook up to the, the hood <laughs> to make the spray. Oh, my God. Lambo doors <laughs> out the window. When, um, when did you say, I'm going to the track? I want to learn how to actually drive a car instead of hard park. Oh, man. That's such a long story. Um, so in 2006, I was working at the shop that had... The, the owner raced an SCCA with an American sedan Camaro. Mm-hmm. And oh, I've always loved racing and cars and, and I, yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but I just, it's just no one in my family is into cars or racing. It's just always been my thing. So I was working for this guy and in 2006, I was like, you know what? I want to try and proceed with this a little bit. Cause I'm knocking on the door of like being able to go racing. Like I'm, I'm working at a shop that has a race car. Let me try and do something. So I did skip barber at lime rock and, um, uh, did the three day and then in 09 I did the two day mm-hmm. and I just never had just never had it all together to bring my car to a track day and then um, I started my job for New York City then that afforded me not only time off but like way better pay mm-hmm. and I was like you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking try this so the summer of 2015 I went and I talked to Corey from Emra and I was like hey this is what my car has done to it is there a class for me and he was like absolutely we can fit you somewhere. I was like, awesome. So I did my first track day with the car in August of 2015 at Lime Rock. Broke the transmission. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you weren't lying dude, about the whole transmission issue at Lime Rock. Dude, it's so bad. And like, I even, I rented a U-Haul like box truck and a trailer. I was like, I'm not fucking driving the car up there. Who knows? I'll, I'll probably fucking crash because I'm a lunatic. and <laughs> Or something's going something's gonna to break or some right. shit. And lo and behold, I fucking sheared teeth off fourth gear and uh been there yeah and then um <laughs> then from 2015 we did that one lime rock and then the next year i did njmp and lime rock and then the next year i did like poking just started snowballing right and then as that snowballed like we started finding weak spots in the car and you started fucking having to do things and like oh hey i need a new manifold so i got in touch with kyle at archer manifolds for fabrication we got new manifold made for the car and it had issues with that because the car's got vibration issues and it's just been a fucking wild ride with this car and right. uh still finding weak spots but i think we're starting to close the window a little bit <laughs> yeah eight years into it you're starting to finally be like all right i can make right. it more than right. two laps <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. so let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> two laps is about where we're at right now with the car well listen um, the fact that we found your splitter Dude, out was there. Insane. That was hysterical. <laughs> Dude, I was like, fucking the guy Kevin, he was like, is this yours? I was like, that is mine. <laughs> we're walking the track, like, you know, we're trying to find your splitter rod and whatever, and we're like, we're never going to find this. This track is so much <laughs> off, you know, so much weeds and stuff. So and then we're grass. just walking, and this guy's just like, picks us up. He's like, hey, this is yours, right? And we're just like, how the hell, where did you find this? <laughs> just in the middle of the track. And that was like a third of the track away from where that failure actually was. So that thing must have gotten kicked down the fucking track. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was, uh, a, that was a good weekend, man. I'm really 
provided like you know the car had its issues but like that was a fucking blast of a weekend and it wasn't four thousand degrees so it was great yeah well, it was 4, definitely <laughs> it was so much better i mean obviously we've talked about this fight we've beaten this whole <laughs> right. heat bullshit right. like a dead horse can you um bring us back a couple months and tell us a little bit about watkins Glen and what happened to um, you and all the uh, trial Glenn, and I tribulations aged, <laughs> i aged years in a matter of moments the uh, watkins Glen had a couple of issues for me one, it was too wet. The wet, I don't care about. The wet's fun, man. The problem is when you have a car like this that has a very, very slow rack and pinion, and you're in the wet and you have no power steering, if the car gets away from you, you're not, you're physically not going to be able to catch it. You're not going to be able to move the steering wheel fast enough to catch it. But that's, that was later on. Um, yeah, no, first session out, we went out and car felt good. We had a problem where I couldn't get beyond like 20% throttle. Mm. Um, and it turned out later on, as we found out that there was a with the injectors with the with the with the setting of the injectors on the dsm link and then the power steering pressure switch which i haven't run in fucking forever that little diaphragm in there actually blew out and fucking shot power steering fluid everywhere mm-hmm. how that car didn't catch fire the first time i don't know and then this kind of was like all right fuck that power steering belt and um went out after we cut the power steering belt, I went out the next session, and I think what happened was I took too much curb through the bus stop, and the splitter kind of shook, and it ruptured the one of the oil lines going by by the uh, coming from the oil cooler going to the to the filter because I had a I had aluminum tube there, and during all this, I had a, a my first like real negative interaction with a with a fellow driver, and it was not not awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know about that. Of, Kind of kept it to myself. Like I had, I was coming into the bus stop, and I see somebody fucking flying up on me, and I'm like, "All right, let me just." Everything I've ever been taught is you hold your line; it's their job to pass you. So hold my line. I'm all the way driver's left, getting ready to go into the bus stop, and this guy goes fucking sailing by me into the escape road, like in between, like where you go straight if you if you can't make it to the bus stop. And I make it all the way down to the to the the run up to the heel of the boot. And he comes by me and gives me the finger. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the So then fuck? we get back. It's I find the guy. He's like, oh, are you the prick that blocked me into the bus stop? I was like, oh, oh hold on a second now. What are you? I'm coming up on you at 160 miles an hour. You got to get out of my way. I'm like, no, no, hold on. Hold on. That's not the way I've been trained. Like, I've always been taught to hold your line. Be, like they said at a driver's meeting and J&B. Be right. fucking predictable. Unboard. Predictable. Predictable. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was like, I'm just going to stay where I'm at and let this guy do his thing to pass me. And uh, he was not particularly nice at first, but I think once we spoke, you know, we talked it out. And uh, later on, I kind of saw him as he was walking by the car. And he's like, I was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, ah. He kind of seemed a little bit more friendly. But I'm like, dude, you don't. That's fuck you doing. Like, it's first of all, practice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Practice. (laughs) <laughs> like, what are you what are you doing it's like the second session on the whole weekend and you're gonna right. find somebody off that you don't even know that's having problems with the car first of all so yeah we had that oil line rupture got that fixed i'm telling you going to grid life and meeting people like uh like chris and and, and james houghton and then you guys it's just been eye-opening to how amazing people can be um chris had a fucking found a piece of an hose we made it work and i was like dude this is fucking awesome he helped me out at njmp last year it's just it's been pretty crazy and then do we help me out at njmp it's just it's fucking it's wild it's just been yeah. wild the whole the whole adventure of it that's awesome yeah. we went out the the in the rain with no power steering on saturday and i did like three laps and they you know they threw the checkers and i was like all right good <laughs> <laughs> you're like i need to sleep for a month awesome. right <laughs> we just put this thing back in the garage and start drinking yeah i you know that that event was so like i look back on it and i think i had blinders on because i just wanted that event to be like go well but like i look back on it those were some sketchy conditions dude it was that was the most wet i think i've ever driven in and i don't have wipers so (laughs) yeah well that would be a problem (laughs) gotta get that rainex bro yeah oh it's rainex it's rainex is rainex fog but like it also helped that I wasn't really around anybody because the car was fucking at like a quarter, not even a quarter percent power. So I didn't really have to deal with too much. It was just cool to really get to that. My friends have been hounding me to go to that track for like the longest time. And I'm like, I always have an excuse. And I finally got it to got to go up there and want to get back up there and, and 
feel like we have some unfinished business at that racetrack. I, I think everyone say, at Grid Life has unfinished business with that. For sure. I, I love that track, but I, in a similar fashion to you, have never had good luck there until that past event. Every that's, that's time right. I went, I would break something. So it's your nemesis. Like, Lime Rock is my nemesis. Exactly. I never ever could get a clean event something would break something would rupture because when i would go it would be like the end of the season for that car it'd be like october or september time and so everything's tired the lines are tired the brakes are tired so i'd go out there and you know the last time i ruptured an oil line same thing as you Um, the time before that a bushing failed and the time before that the brakes failed so it's like Fun. I you really not, need brakes at, at the Glen. That's not like you're going super fast or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going on the bus stop at like 1.30. You know, don't need those. <laughs> no, that's what the escape road's for. It's a shortcut so, too. Yeah, exactly. But but to get there and finally do like a good lap, like it was awesome. So Yeah, my my buddy Devin's been, he's like, dude, you got to go there. Every other track, you're, you're going to forget about every other track when you go there. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm going to love that track. I totally get it. And then I go there and I have like this fucking nightmare weekend. I'm like, this fucking place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Okay. I've left that place so many times to me. Like, get me the fuck away from this fucking goddamn town. I hate this place. It's too nice and cute. I need to leave now. Right. And then I come crawling back because every time I remember how incredible that track is. Flows like no other track. Dude. Like, you get a clean lap there. Every corner like links up perfectly. You know how there are certain corners like MJMP, basically the whole back half of the track, right. where you're just like, fuck this. You know, let me just Yeah, let me go on. off. Yeah, <laughs> let me just let me let me call my uh, my parents while I'm in right. the car. I'm so fucking sick of this. <laughs> There's no point where you're not floored. I mean, I right. think that track, I'm in third once. So I mean it's yeah, I love that track. Definitely recommend you go again and actually get yeah. like a fucking killer lap in there. Mm-hmm. Wanted to go in, in October. It's my birthday month, and like I said, my buddy Devin has his birthday, and he's going to be going up there. Um, what group? Uh, NASA. NASA. But uh, I had to really, um, I had to really pull the strings and pull some teeth to be able to make Circuit Legends. Yeah, so we're not doing any more racing after Lime Rock. <laughs> well, I think you chose the right event to uh, right, pull right. some teeth for. Yeah, that was, I was. Uh, I was talking to my buddy Raul, and I was like, we both were at Circuit Legends last year, but not driving. And like yeah. we both made a pact, like, dude, we are driving this fucking event next year. Like, there's no, there's no way we're not. So he, he got a ticket, I got a ticket, and we're we're both like super stoked on being able to get out there and redemption and, time. And blast. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I'm not even. I have no expectations. My tires are fucking toast. So I'm just gonna go there and and, and just try and experience it and have as much fun as I can. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna. The dude with the McLaren, what's his name? Kanakery. No chance. I'm oh, keeping up. Oh, with you, don't have to, you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, he blew his motor. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I saw his trailer debacle, but I didn't know he blew up the motor. Yep. yep. Oh shit. He blew it up at yeah. Road Atlanta. Oh. Road America. Mayor America. My bad. Whatever. Oh man. <laughs> Fast man, track. Road America fucked a lot of people up. Yeah. That track always fucks people up. That Those curves definitely fast. fuck people up. The curbs yeah. and the fucking, you got that like four and a half mile straight. and just... You see that guy do, do 199 miles per hour on the- Dude, what the fuck? Camaro with the <laughs> yeah. rocket engine in it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deucel like, or whatever his name is. So like uh, there's, um, there's another DSM guy, my buddy Paul, that he goes to, he was doing super lap battle for the past couple of years, but he kind of bypassed it this year because he was having, the car just wasn't ready, whatever. But he's done like, like- very high speeds in this chassis. And I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Because like, I think he said he had like the second highest fucking top speed behind like Ferris there like last year or something like that. Good lord, or, I forgot forgot what all that was. But he was like super fucking fast. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking out of your mind driving this car at that speed. And now I'm yeah. sitting here trying to figure out how I can get my car to that speed. <laughs> but what's your very mild power level, huh? I say you're very mild power level. Actually, you're like really low considered like for track mod. Yeah, for track mod. I mean, the, the car dynoed at like 380 the beginning of July. And yeah. then the 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 build that I'm going to do over winter is going to take it out of the... It's, a bit, it's been a 2.3 for fucking since like 2005. It's been a 2.3 liter. So I'm going to go back to a 2 liter so I can get the rev out of it. Because with the stroker motor, you get these really steep rod angles. And the engine doesn't really want to rev. Past like so, I'm shifting at seven thousand RPM. That's about a hundred and forty-ish mile an hour in fifth gear. So we need more mile an hour. So 
go to a two liter, get up to like 8,500 RPM, maybe about 500 horsepower, call it okay. a day. Yeah. Is your car a five speed or six speed? Five speed. Okay. So are you going to keep the five speed? No other option. Okay. Oh. You don't understand, Devin. They don't make, you should know this. You have a GLA. You're in a similar boat. You don't, they don't make parts for these cars. Well, I didn't know if they make a swap kit for like the, No, uh, there's nothing. There's the legitimately Evo nothing. Well, actually, the Evo Trans was trash anyway for six speed. So never mind. And you can't even put them in my car to begin with. Damn. You'd have, you'd have six reverse speed, reverse gears, <laughs> and one, one forward. <laughs> I, uh, you know what I love about DSMs though? It's, it's, that group of people who do have them and that do drive them or race them or whatever they do with them, it's dedicated. a really tight knit dedication. Yeah, I mean, because it is no it's other a word. full-time fucking job finding parts for these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, just ask my wife. She'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's like, oh, honey, I think I saw a totaled one around the block. And you're just like, all right, I'm on it. <laughs> no, my wife is like, get the fuck out of the garage and teach yourself to ride a bicycle. Like, <laughs> uh, so, but, um, so, so you're going to Lime Rock. Yeah. What do you have? Any? You're just the car's ready to go. I know you said you're I'm pushing not, some coolant. It, yeah, I mean, there, there's some things we can take care of in the paddock. Lime Rock, like if I if I want to try and give the head a retorque, I can do that in the paddock. The the thing that I wanted to make sure to um to not not pacify, but to just make it easier for my wife to let me go. <laughs> I was like, the car's not coming off the trailer. I'm not going to be in there every day working on it, getting it ready. And it's on the trailer in the garage. And like, when it's time to go, I'll just hook up and go. And then whatever I got to do to it, I'll do in the paddock. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I'm not looking to get like divorced. Said, <laughs> right. Number one, no divorce. Um, and I just want to go experience the whole event. And my biggest problem with that racetrack is I get to go under a minute there. I did a minute flat with the shift fork broken, stuck in fourth gear. So I'm pretty sure I can get under a minute. Oh, um, 100%. Oh, you. Oh, for yeah, sure. I almost no. got under a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're having an issue getting under a minute. Well, well, well don't say that, man. <laughs> uh, so I just want to try and, and, and do the best I can and make sure the car has a good a good run. And then, then once we get back, I'll pull the motor out and start doing getting that ready and, and getting the engine bay nice and so I'm trying to make the car nicer looking, even though now I have a primer fender from my vinyl debacle. <laughs> but uh, we'll, uh, let's see how it goes. I'm excited for Lime Rock. I'm very excited for Lime Rock. Good. Good, to be a good time. Glad to hear that. Ready to yeah, see man. it out there, too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That that, that track is, has got some serious character to it. And everyone, like, you look at a track map, it's just like, oh, yeah, fucking bruh. But, like, dude, drive it. It's hard to master. Drive that track and don't fuck up one, one part of the track. Because right. if you fuck up one part of the track, you're not making it up anywhere else. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, no it's... Yeah. it's uh, it's an easy track to get good at, but to master it takes fucking years. Right, right, right. To get to just you can you can sacrifice the line to the left hander a little bit to get a better run down no name and up the or what is it now? It's Paul Newman straight, right? Paul Newman straight, yeah. Right, and then to to get up the hill and that going up that hill, man. That that's what's really crazy about fucking Lime Rock is that the highest commitment places are the places with the least runoff and the highest consequences. Yeah. Yep. It's so like the places that you don't want to fuck up the most, you really don't want to fuck up the most. Right. Basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that track. I mean, it's a local track to me somewhat. Right. So. Same. It's, it's my home. It's like two hours for me. So it's like a home track. Yeah. I mean, now, now we're spoiled now in mass though. Cause we have Palmer thompson oh, palmer's then, so great dude oh my god palmer is i've been trying to tell all my midwestern and southern friends <laughs> like that track there's nothing like that track no that I place mean, is fucking i did a track walk there and like like when you can do a track walk and you get to the top right at the top of six before it goes down the hill and you look out it's just fucking stellar it's amazing yeah, it's beautiful it's oh my beautiful. god um it's like driving a back road i wish i could experience this. right yeah <laughs> it's 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 one of those tracks where I remember I, the first time I was going, like I like to, if I'm going going to go to a track for the first time, I'll study YouTube videos and I'll try and learn as much as I can about it. I remember looking at the videos of that. I'm like, this place is fucking intimidating as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy track. And then I went and I was like, once I got over the intimidation factor of it, and it's a pretty forgiving track, I was like, this place fucking rocks. So a bunch of my, the group that I run with locally, Emma is going there this weekend. Which I obviously can't go, but um, it's uh, kind of bummed I'm missing that event. I love that track. Well, next yeah. year we'll have to get together and do a track day there. So, hundred percent. What's going on? You got the transfer for the car or what? 
Oh, the trans. Yeah, it's it's. I'm just hoping it'll be done. I'm at the shop right now, so we'll see. Yeah, and then you work on your tune. Uh, okay. So. Oh yeah, we want to hear this. <laughs> this story is is All quite right. interesting. All right. So initially, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, the tune is just being weird, and I was like, eh, it's kind of weird because it's like an off the shelf tune, so it shouldn't have issues, right? Because my car is stock. Other than like an intake uh, filter, that's pretty much all I have. But turns out I disconnected the exhaust like flap, like the OEM flap that connects to the exhaust, uh, the OEM exhaust or whatever. Um, And for whatever reason, apparently that will put the car in a soft limp mode. Oh, the dreaded soft limp mode. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) it, it has a, so it throws a soft code and from what I was reading, I was like, oh, it doesn't necessarily do all that much. But apparently, for tune cars, it does because the car needs to see that that's connected or it throws it in limp mode and exactly what it was doing. So apparently, that's the issue. So my uh, fix was to buy like a exhaust simulator thing, like a plug, um, okay. and that should be coming in this week, and that should fix my issues. And then my car should oh. work. And th- your next <laughs> event is Lamrock? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yep. And, and then... Um, the thing that I never understood, because when you were telling me this, it just doesn't make sense. Why would it not work? Why would it work like the car would give you full power in the stock form, but when you tune it, then it stops working? Like that to me makes no fucking sense. So what they said is it is also affecting the stock tune is just not noticeable. I think it's only more noticeable because I'm making more power. So it's probably cutting harder at mm. certain gears and speed. That's what okay, they. So do. you drive like a normal human being; it's not noticeable when you're on it's, a fucking racetrack. Right, probably pretty noticeable. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you said so, when you drove it with the tune, you were like, "It's great." Yeah. Well, I also never got into fifth gear because I'm not a animal on the street. So I never got to that point. So I never figured. You know, that never occurred to me until we were at the racetrack, and then the first session. When Jesse was behind me and I can't get the fuck out of his way because my car won't go fast enough. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's coming up on my ass and I can't do anything about it. So well, I was, what I was really hoping to have, I think you pulled into the pits right after that, right after I got around you. What I was right. going to do is I wanted you to follow me. But I didn't obviously I didn't know you were having problems with the car, but I wanted you to follow me so I could try and show you how to get around there a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah, you, you, you kind of moved over. I was like, oh, where's he going? Oh, don't worry, Jesse. I got that covered. I, <laughs> I, I, I put it around thing. with him. He tried to do the same thing, and I still had that tune uploaded. And he was he let me pass on the straight, and I, for the love of God, could not pass him. And he's oh, like, I lifted. I was he, off. I was <laughs> off. Halfway through yeah. the track, front straight. And I'm like, I can't pass you. I'm barely passing you right now. Dude, I got, I was behind that same session. What session was it? I was... I think I was in B group for, for a session and I was behind like this 350Z that had a welded diff. Oh, the 370Z. Like, yes, Richard. Yeah, chill. Oh. Like, this is crazy. And then we're coming onto the front straight and he points me by and I couldn't get by him. The car wasn't accelerating. I was like, I've got a fucking problem here. Right. If I'm not trapping this thing. Like, I'm sure it's fast, but like my car isn't slow. Right. So, and I was like, oh man, I think I just like outbroke him into, I got him on, I got him on the brakes, one of the T1 and that was it. And then I came up on that, that red uh, FRS or whatever, BRZ, whatever the fuck those mm. things are. Yeah. Um, I felt bad because I, I kind of, I think I, I, I kind of squeezed that dude going in the four underneath. I was kind of, I kind of, I didn't want to dive bottom and I didn't want to pass him without knowing for sure that he knew I was there, but he kind of does like the point by over the roof. And then I saw, he was like directly across from me in the garages i was like dude i'm you know i'm sorry i didn't mean to like you know kind of squeeze you like no dude we're all good i wanted to you know i got no problem going side by side in the corner i just you know as long as i trust you and i was like that i just wanted to make sure that you knew i was there before i tried to do any kind of passing or anything yeah i had had a blast did you i feel kind of weird mentioning it but that r8 that that one track mod that didn't beat my track record from last year it's for sale yeah i saw that (laughs) he wants a real track car you caused him pain and agony going home, knowing that a DSM still has the record. Dude, my buddy Raul messaged me the the like the marketplace ad, and he's like, "Dude, you're a fucking savage." I was like, "I didn't do anything." <laughs> a second, I didn't even do anything. You know, your but, record um, might stand forever because I don't think Ridley's ever going. I don't back. think they're gonna go back. I mean, the turnout was weak, and then there were like fucking some massive accidents and a car catching fire, and it was yeah, 
yeah, I don't think they're going to be going back, which sucks. But at the same time, like, I get it. But I can still go there at some point, hopefully next year with uh, with my local group. And I want to I want to go just to feel the new layout. Yeah, dude, that new layout is going to be fun as fuck because it's going to extend the run down to the front straight. Dude, dude, people are going to be catching crazy speeds. Yeah, I'll, oh, go, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be hitting 150 because I do yeah. 140 now there. So yeah, I do 140. If I'm if I'm revving to if the new motor revs to 8500 like I want, I'll probably be yeah like 160 something like that. Jesus. <laughs> I mean that that track needs it though. I'm I'm glad they're finally putting some money into it. The last few years that track Dude, is that really track walk was it. an eye opener. I was like, yo, there's oh, fucking bad. potholes. Yeah, like it was wild. It was bad. Like in the octopus area, there's so many patches, so many different layers of, you know, asphalt over the years. It just ruined the track. The, so. the, the amount of times that I've gone there, that was the, even from last year, that conditions, the track conditions this year, the grip level was hugely diminished, even from last year. Oh, so, I like, know. I know. I, I, I was saying it to a friend of mine who, who goes there all the time, and I was Next time I'm like, dude, this track's done. Like, they need to repave this. Even with the heat, it felt way less grippy than it did. Yeah, I mean, I have year. I have more arrow than I did last year. I have the the second tier for the nine lives wing. I have a bigger splitter, and the car was fucking sliding all over the place. I know. I like, this I is know. fucking serious. Yeah, it was bad, but they know, and they're fixing it. So, yep, good yeah. for yep, them. I give them credit for that. Oh. Have you so, done lightning? I've done lightning. Yeah, I I've like Thunderbolt more. It's an unpopular opinion, but. I like Thunderbolt more, but Lightning's fun. Don't get me wrong. Lightning's fun as fuck, but I like that we have two very fun tracks in the same, like, within a quarter mile of each other in the same little area. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, I like I like NJMP because when I go there, I don't typically have to leave. Uh, that is like, true. Unless it's for, like, parts, which is <laughs> pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, Lightning's fun. Um, I always have, I have a... I haven't really gotten a good lap there yet. I keep trying to... What happened there last year? I went there last year. Oh, the shift selector inside the transmission broke, and I was stuck in fourth gear, and I couldn't do anything. So. Sounds like a common thing for you. Dude, those transmissions, they're just, just finding one weak spot after another. So I did some upgrades to it this last winter. Hopefully that'll that'll stave off any more failures, especially at Lime Rock, because fourth gear just gets chewed the fuck up there for my car. Hmm. The... Yeah, Lightning seemed more of like a high-speed track. It's definitely less, I don't want to say less technical, but it's definitely more flowy than than Thunderbolt. Because Thunderbolt, you got like the, you know, you got some pretty tricky corners. You know, T6 is pretty fucking tricky. And um, obviously... Four and five. Four, I love turn, like turn four is one of my fucking, because you just sail the fuck in there. You oh, no. There and you just <laughs> slide and shit. That's, that's a great corner. <laughs> Honestly, from... From turn one all the way all the way to turn six, like I fucking love that whole that whole feel of it. Just kind of really, it, it's like yeah, you, you're through one, you're through two, you're through three, then you get the four and it reels you back in. All right, all right, you're getting a little too fast here. Let's slow you down a little bit. Right. Then let's get you through five and then through six. You got to kind of six is is tricky and then seven and eight. Eight's just fuck. Yeah, exit seven. They call it turn eight, but you just I'm flat the whole way through until you get to that that pinch for turn nine. But um, lightning is fun. I haven't had a good lap there yet, so hopefully. Is this gonna be your first year. festival aside from Watkins Glen? Oh fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> don't call that a, I wouldn't even call that a festival. <laughs> yeah, the the amount of the lack of people there and the fact that it was raining and everybody was just like hiding. That right. wasn't very festival like. I honestly keep forgetting that we even went to Watkins. <laughs> well, we were at the fucking Airbnb <laughs> all the time. I keep trying to forget that I was at Watkins. <laughs> Oh, it man. was uh, yeah. I mean, it was just cold and miserable and twenty and, wrecks. Uh, twenty. There's a lot of wrecks. And especially they in really I, I didn't see fucking the goddamn thing as I was under the car the entire time. But dude, that was it was bad, bad. dude. I don't think there was a single turn there that didn't get Armco replaced. Mm. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah, there was a tow truck out, and luckily that place has enough facility where like they can just do it during the you know during while like the event's going pull. on. The track's big. The track's big enough where it takes so long to get around for a lap, they can grab the car while it's still going and just well, yeah. throw it yellow instead of there having a black a flag. GLTC car got wrecked right coming out onto the front straight or some a shit. A bunch of them. Oh, tons of GLTC yeah. cars. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah. so many. Unfortunately, there was a lot of totaled cars there. Yeah, I, I remember I was in the garages and there was some, there was a Mustang that came in and like it came in into the garages and like the right front wheel, I think it was, just was not even moving. It was just wedged into the fucking <laughs> body of the car. And you're just like, <laughs> I'm like, good fucking grief. So maybe it was better I didn't get to go out that much. I don't know, but I don't mind the wet. It's, it's, it's fun, but. That's that, my that first time driving in the rain. Miserable. I. Huh? I said that was my first time driving in the rain. It's, it's very interesting. It's, you can learn so much, man. It is such yeah. a great experience to learn your car and, and its limits at a much slower speed. I, yeah. I, the wet is awesome. Yeah, I love I love wet driving. I mean, unfortunately, you know, unlike Virginia, Massachusetts, <laughs> every other... Well, actually, this year, well, track days, every mm-hmm. track day has been a rainy track day, I feel like, yeah. this year. But, but uh, the only one that yeah. was not was New Jersey. I every other one I went to this year has had rain at some point. CMP walk-ins, right? CMP rain, right? Uh, and yeah, obviously NJP didn't, but I'm hoping Lime Rock does not. It's only going to be yeah. Be I mean, more and more wet events as, as the year <laughs> Yeah, I will say like walk-ins. I I love driving in the rain, and uh, obviously my car since it's front wheel drive, it's a little it's a little easier. I wouldn't say it's that much easier, but like than a rear wheel drive car. And the only incident I really had was during the fucking final, whatever they call it. I forget what podium it's called. sprint. Podium sprint on my second lap, the guy in front of me blocked me going into turn one, and I was like under steering. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make this turn. Oh, no. <laughs> right into him. Uh, but luckily, I got around him. But that was it. Other than that, the car was fine. The whole dude, that 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 video of like me behind the Supra, and then oh and yeah, then, the music oh, yeah. shit slide to the front. <laughs> like that's so funny. <laughs> that was a classic Diane edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I don't think I've seen a much more spot on edit with the fucking music like coming <laughs> in and then just, like fading out. I was like, that's so fucking perfect. <laughs> perfect, dude. Perfect. It was so and, good. Of course, it was a Civic as well. You're right. You know, <laughs> can't behave itself. Yep. Yeah. Oh god, it's so good. Um, but yeah, excited for Lime Rock and see you guys there. And uh, where are you guys staying? You got you staying in that fucking spaceship you got over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the spaceship. Devin's got a Airbnb. <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got uh, Ben Lynn's gonna stay with us. Kobe Shield is coming. He's just coming to watch though. Although better not get in the car. I, I told his ass to bring his DR1 for street mod, but. I don't think he's no, he going to. He fucks some people up with that thing. No, um, but no, he's a professional racer. I don't think he can. He can't be I in street. That, he can be in street mod. Street mod, you can run. I think he can be a professional driver. You can't be in street. Yeah. Well, no yeah. shit. <laughs> you gotta have some fucking rules. Right, Somewhere. right, right. right. No. <laughs> where, where are you staying? Are you tenting it? So, no, fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I have friends that camp. I'm like, kudos to you. Yeah, fuck I can't fucking do it. I need sleep. I, can't do it. I, need, I need air conditioning. I need I need some kind of comfort. So the group that I run with, Emra, has a uh, the 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 grid girl. This woman that you know controls grid grid ugh, grid control. She actually has like a bed and breakfast across the street from the track. So oh. um, I I contacted her as soon as I like Lime Rock came up on the uh, I guess as soon as tickets went on sale. Even though I fucking missed out on the tickets. Uh, when they went on sale, um, I was like, "Hey, what's it going to cost to rent your little Airbnb out or being whatever the fuck it is?" And she was like, "Hey, for you, it's like such and such price, and like it's, it's the bunk room. It's like it sleeps five. So right now, I got my buddy Raul Fujimura. I don't know if you know him. He's got that red, like older two point five Subaru looking thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's staying the wide body one. He's staying, and then." Uh, Steven Mahadeo, he's staying with us. You know, he's got the black Civic. I always forget like the the hatch codes. The EK? Yeah, the hatch with the big wing. Him and Ben Thorne were battling out last year. Hmm? Him and Ben Thorne were battling it out last year. In- yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. he's uh, he'll be staying at the same place. We all kind of went in on that. And then, yeah, I think that's, and I think, I think Evan Modal, I think he's trying to get a ticket too. I know he's, Got the the Airbnb ready to go, so hopefully he gets a ticket to get in. Yeah, but I think from the local guys, I think that's all that got in. My, like my little group of friends that we all hang out with. 
It's funny. Last year, it was pretty easy to get a ticket to Lime Rock. This year, all the Midwestern local, you know, Grid Life guys are like, fuck that. We're going. <laughs> That's because they talked it up so I highly. Know. <laughs> I know. Like, like um, with the Ben Thorne was like, this is my favorite racetrack in the country. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys have been to some pretty awesome racetracks, and Lime Rock is a great racetrack, but it's... I don't know. I don't. You know, Jesse, we are lucky on the East Coast where we are able we to We have a go lot of good tracks. A lot of good yeah. tracks. You yeah. know, Midwest, they're all cookie cutter tracks, man. They're all just bits of other racetracks that are put together on a very flat ground. Like elevation, <laughs> no one's seen elevation right, from the right. Midwest. So when they see Lime Rock, they're like, holy shit, I have to climb right. a staircase to get to the top? Yeah, right, right, right. Come oh, you're, going, you're going up the uphill. All you see is fucking sky. It's just like, oh, oh boy, yeah. where am I going? Yeah, yeah, so. it's definitely 100. percent so, Like again, like places like Palmer, where it's just the elevation is fucking absurd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got some, we got some good racetracks. Hopefully, we can get some more exposure out here and, and get some more events. Yeah, bring it to Virginia. I would love to go to VIR, man. VIR. I've you need to come out. There. There. It's just, just a the, fucking hike. Yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. I did it earlier. Not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a hike for me because that's you know that's going to turn into like a four day kind of deal, and then with the kids being home. Uh, and, well, when they get older, then you can have them help you out. That's 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 the dream. Parts um, runners. Well, <laughs> I said parts runners. Right, right. <laughs> my daughter actually. Last month, my daughter actually put like her first lug nut on the car. Like I was putting the wheel on, and she Aww. started like, oh, "Good job, man." Um, yeah, the dream is to get like a little camper and bring the family to the racetrack. That's that's the dream, but that's my dream. So right, mine too, mine too for sure. Right. So all right, well, that's a podcast. Thank you Excellent. for coming along and explaining your your journey with the DSM. I'm yeah, sure man. a lot of Thanks people are going to be interested love the, in that. Love the convos always. Yeah. So let the let the audience know where they can find you. What's your what's your um, Instagram? Yeah, so I mean Jesse GSX is pretty much my handle on everything. I don't really go on Facebook very much because it's just a fucking. It's like I feel like you open up Facebook, it's just like one of those like cartoons <laughs> where you, somebody opens a door in a hallway, it's just flames and screaming, right. and just quickly shut the door. <laughs> it's like all right, I'm, I'm not gonna even fuck with that. So yeah, Jesse GSX on Instagram primarily is is where I'm at. Okay, I'm trying that threads fucking thing out that's hurting my head a lot yeah i i didn't even try i didn't even try and i'm like <laughs> i got enough problems i don't know right. ready more threads right. <laughs> instagram and, and uh, what's the other one carmunity i've been trying to be better with that one but um again i don't it's, even know what the fuck that is carmunity <laughs> i think it's an app yeah. for car people yeah it's oh, like instagram shit. but strictly for cars ah, that'd be interesting i don't know if that's gonna last but it's a good try i mean at least it's something. Yeah, but yeah like Instagram is my pretty much my my yeah. go to all the I, time. I use Facebook strictly to talk to Devin and elderly family members that I don't get to see very much. Right. <laughs> Who sounds about right? That. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. But all right. Well, we will see you next week, and stay tuned for whatever the fuck we have to talk about next time. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.